you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. In the previous episode, we spoke about demons and what they are and why anyone would want to work with them. I also briefly mentioned the demonic king, Baal. And so, for this episode, I wanted to explore him a little bit further. If you have been keeping up with the episodes, then you may have already learned that demons are more than just aspects of our consciousness. They are also ancient gods. So to better understand the demonic king Baal, or Ba'el, we have to go back to his origin story. Back to when he was an ancient god worshipped by the Canaanites. He was a god who ruled over the sun, the rain, thunder, but was primarily a god of agriculture and fertility. He was believed to be a giver of life, and of course mankind was dependent on him because he provided what was necessary to sustain the farmland and the herds. The Canaanites believed that the only god superior to Baal was his father, El. But because Baal was in charge of the rain and the weather, they realized that man's survival basically depended on him. Baal was in absolute control over nature and over the people. So, after the summer would end, the land needed rain. It needed that moisture for the crops to grow. And so people would seriously become worrisome and would wonder, would the rains come? And so the people would call upon Baal, the god of rain, and encourage his intervention by performing rituals of sympathetic magic involving that sexual union. So if you've heard the previous episode on sympathetic magic, you would understand this concept a little bit better if you don't already know what it is. So Baal being also a sun god, naturally, he had different aspects to him. One was beneficent, and the other one was a destructive one. You see, on one hand, he gave life and provided warmth to his worshippers. But on the other, the intense heat of summer destroyed all of the vegetation And so it is believed that in order to appease his anger, human victims were sacrificed to him. The victims were usually the firstborn. Well, that would not have been a good time for me to live in, (laughs) being the firstborn and all. And they were also burned alive. Yeesh, that sounds horrible. But you know what? The times that I have imagined what it would be like to be burned alive, I'm hopeful that the fumes and smoke 
get to me first so that I would pass out and not feel the fire burning me, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, am I right? I can't be the only one who has thought about what it would be like to be burned alive. Or maybe I am. Alright, moving on. So, as for his name, Baal, there are many variations. You have Baal, you have Bael, Bill, Bell, right? So it depends on the spelling as well. You can spell it B-A-A-L, B-A apostrophe A-L, B-A-E-L, and so on. But ultimately, Baal means Lord. And there's even a plural version of Baal, which is Balim, suggesting that there are multiple deities with this name, and or that Baal can take multiple forms at once. And so, as you may already know, demons and or infernals can also evolve with time. And so with the rise of religion, Baal was made out to be a delusion of the Canaanites and was vilified and demonized. And so today, he is no stranger in the occultist communities. He is depicted in Colin de Plancy's Dictionary Infernal as a creature with spider legs, I would say more so tarantula legs, having three heads, that of a cat, a man, and a toad. He is one of 65 demons that are portrayed in that book. And in the Lesser Key of Solomon, which is a book divided into five sections, and in the first section, the Ars Goetia, he is one of 72 demons that are described. Here, it states that he is a king ruling in the east called Ba'el. Now, if you're as curious as I am, whenever you hear a cardinal direction being mentioned, you may wonder why, and in this case, why the East? Well, he was originally a sun god. The sun rises in the East. The sun gives life, and Baal was known to be the giver of life. And so he is also known to rule 66 legions of infernal spirits. I haven't done the math as to know how many 66 legions of infernal spirits that adds up to, but it's a lot. And King Baal is also known to grant you the power of invisibility. And that includes here in this physical plane and in the astral plane. Alright, so what does that mean? Is that like a stage magic trick? Now you see me, now you don't? Well, not exactly. It means you're not going to draw as much attention. But keep in mind that this has both its pros and cons. So the benefit of not being able to be seen 
or to draw as much attention, here in this physical plane at least, would be if you're being bullied or if you're being harassed, then becoming invisible and or not drawing as much attention would benefit you because that would mean people will leave you alone. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes we just need a break from people. The downside to that though, with becoming invisible, is that people are not going to notice you. And so you could be walking down the street and get hit by a car. I know that example was a bit extreme, but it was simply to make a point. Or, okay, another more relatable example might be that you could get passed up for a promotion at your job. You're not going to be recognized or acknowledged for your hard work. So before you go asking for something, make sure you consider both sides of the equation. Make sure you look at both the pros and the cons. And remember how we said that Balim might suggest that Baal can take multiple forms at once? That's because he can. He takes the form of a cat, a man, and or a toad. So, if you're curious about him, and you start to do your own research, and you start looking into him further, don't be surprised if you suddenly start to see more spiders, toads, and or cats. In the Ars Goetia, it also states that when he speaks, he does so in a hoarsely voice, meaning it might sound a little rough. With that being said, that might imply that he is intimidating, or that hearing his voice is a horrible thing, an unpleasant thing to hear, and may cause intense fear. So, why would anyone want to work with King Bael? Well, aside from having the ability to make you invisible, he is also known to be one of the strongest demons, so you can call on him for strength, especially when you're going through a difficult situation. He is also known to bestow wisdom, so you can ask him to guide you and lead you to the original source of information, which can come in handy as there is much misinformation out there today. He is also known to spark creativity and wealth into your life. And I have to share this funny synchronistic incident that just happened to me right as I'm recording this episode. I had to pause and take a quick break because I was interrupted only to receive cash. Not that I asked King Baal to provide me with some cash, but because I am creating an episode dedicated to him, I think I'll take it as a thank you and confirmation that I'm doing something right. So if you are wanting to work with him, you already know what I'm going to recommend that you do first. And that is to do your research on him. Submerge yourself completely in as much information that you can get your hands on about him. Maybe do some meditation, burn some incense. Frankincense would be a good option if you're wanting to meditate on King Baal. Find out the type of offerings that he might like. 
In his case, I hear oranges. Or any citrus fruit is a good option. You know, really take your time and make the effort to develop that relationship with this energy. And if you do, make sure you contact me and let me know what your experience has been like with King Bael. And so, if you have any questions, if there are any comments, or if there is any feedback that you'd like to provide me with, you can reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. And or you can also friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb and or on TikTok, same handle, lauralavender.mb. Also, don't forget to check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. And really quickly before I forget, I do want to give a quick shout out to Crossroads Magic House, who reached out to me on TikTok and left me a very pleasant comment on one of my videos. So thank you so much for your support, Crossroads Magic House. I truly appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast by listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.